just your mind and your past that makes you feel like you're not, but you can listen to my voice and trust me that you will be okay and that this will be over very soon. Something that will help you right now is if you take a deep breath in and out, in and out, and that'll just help soothe your whole body even if your mind feels like garbage. And now keep in mind, say you do all the wrong things right now, it'll still be over because your body can't stay in a fight or flight space forever. So even if you don't listen to any instruction or anything, your muscles will loosen again and you'll feel like yourself faster than you even would know it. So just keep that in the back of your mind, just to know that how you feel is not at all what life will be like for the rest of your life. Because when I feel anxious, I always forget that and I always have to remind myself of that because it feels like the horrible sensation will be there forever. I don't know why that happens, but in religion and all that, they say that it's the enemy speaking that is saying that into your mind so you just can't listen to it and know the truth, the truth that you will be okay and that you don't have to listen to the negative thoughts. Now during this little anxiety talk down, I thought that it would be enough that it's like soothing, whispering, and that maybe I can get your mind off of things and talk about maybe some random silly topics. Is that okay? Okay. So the first one I was thinking of, like since we're, you know, on the sleepover show, we can talk about some honest topics, right? Lately, I've been thinking of casual sex, and I don't think, well, first, I don't even know if I ever even had it, because it's a casual sex if you know the people well, but at this point, I feel like I only even want to get physical with people that I'm, like, in a relationship with. Like, it feels so much more right for me, and it's not slut-shaming, because once I got to American University, where I go to the law school now, but ever since I went to AU, I was really inspired by the guys because of how much they showed me not to slut shame, like how much they showed it doesn't change anything at all, or the perception of a girl, like, I know that's what the world acts like, but it was so beautiful to see it right before my eyes. Do you guys want to hear the full story of that? I don't know if it's interesting, but it it did amaze me and give me like a happy feeling inside. So it was one of those situations that currently I don't, I completely try to avoid these types of things, but I'll just tell you it anyway. So I think this was my sophomore year. It was one of the ones where a guy, maybe I had relations, like romantic relations, a relationship with a guy. And then it's when the friend likes me. Well, you guys know how I feel about that. I always feel a little funny about it. I only want to do like one guy in a friend group. I don't like when it intermingles for whatever reason. It just feels a little off. Sometimes I just think, oh, why can't they just get their own girl? You know, there's so many girls in the world. So I just, I always say that to people if their friend is interested in me. 
tried to pursue me. I'll tell them that I feel weird about it. But something that was interesting is, okay, so keep in mind, this is like one fraternity. I just said that. And the guy said to me, oh, well, we don't really see it like that at all. They just said how if a guy, if don't, if they know a girl that has had sex with multiple of the brothers, they don't see her differently. And then, like, obviously, this is said with intentions to seduce a girl, obviously, but this little anecdote kind of was refreshing, I would sub-call it. So, he just said that there was a girl that he was friends with, but that she had had sex with, like, six of the brothers at the frat, and still they wanted to make her a sweetheart. And I'm sure most of you guys know what that is, but the sweetheart is just the are the girls that are friends with the fraternity and they're voted in they like make the jello shots and stuff you know it's like an honorary position so it was just cool to know that like a girl that the world white imagined would be slut shamed actually was loved just as much and if not more even though she had sex with multiple guys when that might have seen as like from the outside perspective is not holy or whatever so I just thought that was kind of cool so I thought that with this little sleepover talk I would interrupt it with also just like anxiety advice too and so when I'm feeling anxious I just or if like a friend is feeling anxious and I'm talking to them if they're having like an attack I'll just remind them that where we are like we're in my room right now it's okay it's just me and you Nothing else is happening right now. Right now, all you have to do is just breathe and feel okay and that you're safe and that nothing else is happening right now. All the things that hurt you in the past, they aren't happening right now. They're back during that day. Right now, you're in my bed with me or you're listening to the sound of my voice in your headphones in a comfortable position. And you're in control of yourself right now. And whatever needs to be done will be done, but not right now. Right now, what you need to focus on is yourself and wanting to live and wanting to take care of yourself and doing what you need to do to feel okay. Nothing else besides that matters. All you need is yourself whatever you need to do to be able to keep yourself to be healthy. <laughs> I don't know if all that wording was silly, but it's just the whole point. Nothing matters besides keeping yourself at a place that is healthy. <laughs> I'm just repeating myself over and over. I'm sorry, but it's just like people have all these worries to say it's like money or status or love or anything. But when you don't have the very basic, the very basic baseline established, like, okay, you might need to get a good grade on your test, okay? But if you don't sleep, or if you're just so, so stressed, then you're not going to do well. So just at the very base, make sure you're like, hydrated, drink some water and all that. I don't want to be giving any cliche.
cliche advice here, but I think it's it's good to think about when you're in the times of you're so anxious and panicked and in a fight or flight place, like to go to a to a thought process that is basic and intrinsic to you. I thought maybe I could tell you about some of the things that have made me feel better even at my worst. So recently, have you guys ever had like a special show or movie or book that you've gone to when you're feeling the worst? How about I tell you guys my, my breakup cure? You guys know how extremely emo and emotional and over the top I am when it comes to love and breakups and relationships. I have an exact ritual of what I do every time I have a breakup and it almost makes breakups fun. So this is what I do. First, like it almost makes me look forward to a breakup <laughs> to put it to a silly degree, but I used to always let myself like order DoorDash and stuff because like obviously there's the fees, but it's like when I'm sad, I can't even eat. So it like motivates me to be able to eat if I get to get my like my favorite Thai food. So step one is like making sure that you can eat. And for me, that's by treating myself, obviously. So it's like, yeah, there's a whole huge hole on my chest, in my heart, and in my bed. There's a person missing on my bed. So instead, I'll fill that up with drunken noodles. So yeah, step one, always having a good meal to eat. Step two, I always like to watch something that's relatable but uplifting or sad. So that's like watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall or Twilight New Moon or every single Harry Potter movie. And I think that that's something people have in common who have had a lot of rough times in their life. They have a sort of outlet that they use. And even if a person like that isn't even having anxiety as much anymore, it's such a good strategy for any life problem. Like, I think that's why I like fantasy so much, because you can really get lost into it. Like, Lord of the Rings. You're entering all the Hobbit land. I literally can't even remember the name of it. Sorry, any nerd that's listening to this. But, yeah, it's been such a big part of my life. Like, fantasy novels, fantasy shows. And then also, I feel like people who struggle with mental health aspects they love like influencers like youtubers everything like that because it's so one-on-one so personal it's like having a friend there with you and i know like for me with my thoughts it's like my thoughts never stop and usually they're neutral or positive but when they're negative it's nice to have like the story times and all that to completely distract and lately i've been watching reality TV. I love Housewives of Beverly Hills. The dream is to be a reality star one day. I love, like, you guys know, I have a podcast. I have a whole show. I would love to be a housewife because it's like all I do is sit and drink and have drama. It's like, that's literally my life. And then you have the confessionals where you make funny jokes. It's like, there's no difference between them and me. <laughs> so I might as well, like, have Hollywood glam. So yeah, something else I think that 
people who have had bad experiences have is we have like big dreams for the future because I think that's one of the best strategies to do when you're down like you think of the reasons that you want to live for speaking of live for literally the most romantic movie scene I can ever think of is from Suicide Squad and it's where the Joker and Harley Quinn are standing by the vats of acid and he says to Harley would you die for me and of course she says yes and then he pauses and says wait the real question is would you live for me and she says yes and for some reason that's so much more romantic to me because I think again people who have hard times they know that it's when you're so sad it can be hard to think of like why you even want to go on so the fact that you would go through the hard times for someone to live through them I think is romantic and I understand the Joker and Harley Quinn's love and then after that it's like dramatic music and then they go into the acid together so that Harley Quinn can become like radioactive like the Joker is with the Suicide Squad superpowers and so I just find that scene to be so romantic and I my mind constantly goes back to it because I just think it it just has that special essence to it the way that Tim Burton movies do like there's something magical about the corpse bride if you guys have ever seen that movie there's just something so beautiful about it not only the corpse bride but also like Jack and Sally a skeleton from uh, the nightmare before Christmas and yeah there's just something so beautiful and haunting about Tim Burton works like that and Edward Scissorhands like there's something about Tim Burton that he captures this like it's the same way that music is haunting and beautiful that he puts into his movies and I just really appreciate it so I wonder if you guys have, have seen Edward Scissorhands that's literally my favorite movie I thought I would talk about it a little bit because it's like pop color pop culture relevant too you guys might know I really followed the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial but you guys know that even if you aren't following something you'll always understand the references I'll always make it relevant to anybody like the things I'll say I'll never make it too niche and so I love Edward Scissorhands because it's got Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder that relationship is uh they talk about it in pop culture a lot you guys like Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> I thought that it's like you guys know the fashion lately well not even lately I don't know if it's going out of style now but I know that it's like in the last two years females have been wearing crop tops and stuff but I saw Winona Ryder and Edward Scissorhands and she had like the crop top and the skirt and it was so cute on her like girl next door that movie is just so beautiful and when I heard Johnny Depp talking about it in an interview later he said that he was like cosplaying a dog when he was playing Edward because it, he had like the innocence of a dog and that's so true okay something I did want to talk about but it is kind of a little bit like darker and like 
since this is a, a panic attack talk down, maybe I'll make it more vague. All I'll say is that it's something I even talked to my therapist about when we make a lot of social commentary together, but a lot of the things that women are allowed to vent about, men aren't, and I can tell that they aren't because they often will tell me their secrets, and I feel bad that, like, I'm so happy that I can be the outlet for so many of my guy friends, but I think I just wish that they, in general, had more people that they could talk to or that guys feel like they could open up about what they go through the way that women can. And so, yes, it's a tough topic because just talking about gender and all that and inequalities, but I just noticed it in my guy friends that I'm happy I can be there for them. And yeah, if you guys ever haven't thought about it before or something, just try to be there for people that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not that much to say on that, but it's so important and I never stop thinking about it, to be honest, because it just seems like people struggle a lot. I see it all the time, but I see only other, only some people being able to portray it and express it and others they're like dying to express it but have no one to tell because people aren't very good listeners and I always try to be a good listener because I would want someone to listen to me I think I hope that this whispered sleepover episode is helping your anxiety at all like for me when I feel restless it's nice to get my mind off of things whether it's to listen to something soothing or to hear something distracting like I said or anything like that it's just it'll just change everything like I noticed with emotions and all that when you have things that stress you out it's like the, the factors might not change at all so I'll give you an example say that I'm like stressed about money Hi, this is like four days later, but thank you so much for listening. I love you. Have the best night ever. And I hope that you feel a little more relaxed. And if not, I got lots of more videos you can fall asleep to. Or 